Welcome to Talk Tennis, a podcast created specifically for you, the tennis fanatic. Join us each week as we work to elevate your game both on and off the court. We will deliver fresh episodes to keep you up to date with tennis trends and technologies, as well as exclusive interviews with industry experts, current and former pros, and so much more. Here's your host, Michelle. Welcome to Talk Tennis. This podcast is the first time we are doing a little collaboration. I have some guys from K-Swiss. I have one guy from Lucky and Love, the guy from Lucky and Love. And I'm super excited because that means that there's a collaboration hitting the tennis market between these two brands. I have to say they're two of my favorite brands. I'm actually wearing a Lucky and Love top right now. And I have to say, I yesterday we filmed our K-Swiss Hypercourt Supreme playtest review and I was rocking that blue pink shoe. And then I had a matching Lucky and Love skirt and no joke, everyone in the office, especially the men, they were like, do you know how well you match right now? And I was like, yes, I know. <laughs> Girls so. <laughs> got style. Girls got style. Way to represent. Yes. Uh, definitely two of my favorite brands out on the court right now. Welcome MJ and Mike from K-Swiss and welcome Brad from Lucky and Love. Thanks for joining me. Thank, Thank you. you, Michelle. Thank you, Michelle, for having us. Now, before we get started, can you guys just give the audience a little bit of a background and intro on who exactly you are and what role you play with your brands? Mike, you want to go uh, take a jab at it first? Sure, sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm Mike Meringoff, and I'm the Vice President of Sales for the Americas for K-Swiss. And I also do a dual role. I'm the Global Director for the tennis category as well. I'm Brad Singer, the founder, owner of Lucky and Love. Um, we're a family operation. Uh, I represent five generations in the family apparel business. Uh, we started Lucky 10 years ago, and uh, we're here celebrating our 10-year anniversary uh, this year. So thought it was a great time. I guess Tennis Warehouse thought it was a great time that uh, the K-Swiss and Lucky and Love team meet up and, and see what we can put together. So thank you again for having me. Of course. Hey, uh, my name is MJ Kim. Uh, I'm a senior designer here at K-Swiss designing for a tennis category. And I'm originally from South Korea and I'm excited to be you know here and joining the podcast. So let's do it. Let's do it. Let's jump right in from there. Now, we got to see a little bit of a sneak peek and hear about this collaboration. It probably was maybe about a year ago now. But how did this come together between you guys? Uh, well, really, um, the story goes, actually, uh, August 1st, I, I contacted, of last year, I contacted uh, Brad. Um, really, when I was thinking and strategizing about 2020, which is a you know going to be a big year, I knew, for K-Swiss, one is we were introducing this Hypercourt Supreme new brand new shoe, you know, elevated product, which we're, we're pumped about. And then also we were updating the Hypercourt Express. Um, so we knew that was also very important because that's the tennis specialties, number one sell through you know, footwear model. And uh, I knew that was going to be, you know, definitely important. And one of our, actually a couple of our focuses definitely what was definitely the women's business and also juniors. So um, I've actually lived in, in China. Uh, I lived there for, for five years and um, I was over there on a, on a business trip with, with MJ and um, just uh, had just finished at the factory. And I was kind of, you know, when you're on a long flight and then also you're traveling, going on trains and everything, uh, and then also get some time away from the office, I just started, you know, really putting my attention towards, um, you know, the women's business and thinking, you know, what else can we do? K-Swiss already has a really strong women's consumer base, um, but really we wanted to amplify it for 2020. 
And um, really, of all the brands, kind of a consistent theme in um, in me being with K Swiss now, uh, you know, just under four years, really traveling, meeting with accounts similar to Tennis Warehouse is really people were talking about Lucky and Love. Um, they weren't just a another you know apparel brand, uh, you know, in the tennis industry. Um, you know, they were different, and the results were showing it right. Um, in a very challenging uh, category. So um, I, I really just thought that, um, started thinking about like, who would be a good partner for us if we did something to kind of shake up the industry? I knew that nobody inside the industry had, had done a collaboration together. And um, kind of my, with my personality, you know, I'm, I'm always um, looking to, to make something better and add value and do things that are different, but, um, but I think that are gonna work and are interesting um, because I feel, I feel like also the tennis industry needs it. And I started looking at Lucky and Love and what they were doing with their growth, everything they, they represent as a brand. And I looked at our results, you know, um, getting the 20% market share at Tennis Specialty, having a number one sell-through model for the Hypercourt Express. And looking at that and saying, gosh, you know, we, we were actually growing in a very difficult market. Lucky and Love was doing the same. Um, Lucky and Love focused on women's, our women's business being very strong. I just figured, wow, th- this could be a great, this could be, a, excuse the pun, but a perfect match. And, uh, and, and, uh, and so uh, I actually reached out to, at the time, uh, the women's apparel uh, buyer, Heidi, at Tennis Warehouse, and just shot her a note and said, hey, Heidi, uh, you know, can, can you get me in touch with the person that's running Lucky and Love? And, she, and, she, and I said, um, so she, she did. And then I, I contacted uh, Brad. Brad got back to me. Literally, I was in China still, and, and uh, he got back to me in, in you know, a matter of an hour. And ironically, he was he had just left Tennis Warehouse and was going, was staying at the standard, standard in downtown LA. I said, "Hey, let, let's meet up. I'm by your office." And I said, "I'm actually in China right now." <laughs> um, so I said, "Let's talk when I get back." And, and we talked, and then um, kind of the rest is history. We we just talked and cha- exchanged philosophies. I explained to him what we really were were trying to accomplish and the goals of the program, and thought we could work together, which no one has ever ever done before like this. And um, and and we, we we aligned on it, and uh, and yeah, like I said the rest is history, really. That's awesome. And, and yeah, we actually, though, I, I, we actually did get a chance to meet up, though, about MJ and I went to the U.S. Open about, I guess, a month later. Uh-huh. And it was it was really nice. We actually did meet up, um, you know, very quickly. Uh, Brad's family was being honored at the TIA meeting. And uh, and so we were able to meet up, which is great. And we, we checked each other out. Of course, uh, we each went to Tennis Warehouse, to Rick Kerbsack and others and said, hey, and to Drew and said, hey, I said, what do you think about Brad? <laughs> Lucky in love. They said, he just asked about you. And, and, and so, yeah, it was pretty funny. So anyway, that's, that's essentially the, the kind of the full story, uh, you know, version. But Tennis Warehouse was definitely involved in, in uh, you know, in, in the story for sure. Yeah, I won't forget that meeting when uh, they said, well, you know, what do you think about if somebody wanted to do a collaboration with you? You know, what would you think if it was, if it was K-Swiss? I said, oh, my God, that's like a legendary company. I mean, I grew up in the 80s. I grew up wearing K-Swiss. I said, you know, and we're still a relatively young company. So to be approached by someone uh, with that type of legacy, that type of heritage, you know, we were definitely flattered and in the same breath, like, okay, now how do we make a sneaker? Never made a sneaker before. <laughs> um, but MJ, you know, super talented team, you know, great collaborating, you know, the ideas were flowing and starting with the Hypercord too, it's a, a great platform to even start with. So um, they kind of taught us what we can or cannot do within that within that realm, and I think we did a good job running with it. You know, I think the, the shoe we'll show you today is uh, is indicative of two companies that uh, definitely complement each other. You know, Mike and I talk about who's our customer, are, are we synergistic? Do we have the same customer? 
And it turns out we're very much aligned. So it, it made the whole process very seamless. That's awesome. I actually have a bunch of questions for you guys, but that's one thing that I know about both your brands is both K-Swiss and Lucky and Love literally resonate with women of all ages, all levels of style, or of style of play, all levels of tennis players, all styles of people. My, I mean, people, maybe this sounds weird, but my mom will wear K-Swiss and Lucky and Love. My sister wears K-Swiss and Lucky and Love. Like it crosses all, Bethany Maddox-Sands, you know, will wear K-Swiss and Lucky and Love. So it's really cool to see it on so many women. And I guess this is a really broad question, but how do both of your brands know how to speak to women of all ages and all different kinds of backgrounds? Yeah, on the fashion <laughs> side, I, uh, I grew up in a household of women to begin with. I have three older sisters. Uh, I'm five generations in the women's apparel business. I think it's clear to say that there's something in the DNA where understanding what women are, are needing or wanting has become somewhat instinctive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I, I think uh, that plus we work with a very talented team here in Miami. Um, I have designers bringing me fresh ideas every day. You know, we, we live in fear that we're, we're not going to be relevant and we're not going to be driving innovation. And it's that fear that kind of keeps us pushing forward. But um, again, you know, and, and like Mike said earlier, it's, it's talking to the industry, the women in the industry, the more you talk to them, you know, they, they, they will surely tell you what they want. And, uh, <laughs> and so I rely on the industry input as well. Nice. And MJ, I know you've really done a strong job of moving the brand forward and innovating and bringing K-Swiss to a more modern player, whereas a lot of people maybe 10, 15 years ago thought, oh, my parents wear K-Swiss, but now you're seeing it on a lot of younger players, a lot of influencers. So talk about how you've done that. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, we know that our female consumer is super important. And it's just two of us here who's in for K-Swiss tennis that are dealing with the product creation. So it's definitely challenging as a two men, you know what I mean? <laughs> so basically what, what Mike, you know, kind of let me, let us to do for every season is like, you know, we really focus on like getting uh, validated to from for the female players. So we obviously make a, you know, like once in a two, two three times a year, we make a trip to a key partners like TW, you know, I meet with you, Brittany and other ladies to make sure that whatever the new product uh, that we create are getting validated through, you know, eyes of the experts, experts in, 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 the, in, the, in the industry. But also we, we travel to the key markets and really literally go to like a tennis clubs to meet with our consumers that are currently wearing the shoe, just to make sure that there are two points that we focus. First is the product itself, right? So we gotta make sure that if we are updating certain model, the model itself has the same comfort level, same performance, that's the most important thing. But especially for the ladies, they we have to make sure this shoe build enough confidence in them, like by offering a good look from the looking down the toe, by making it stylish and streamlined, make sure that like, you know, the ladies can feel sexy and, you know, uh, you know, confident on the, on off the court. And then last but not least, the most important thing is the color, right? So you got to make sure all the colors are get verified by these lady consumers and also the partners like you guys to, so that like, yeah, the colors are relevant for the season, whatever the season that we're designing for and then for both on and off the court. So that's those two things, product and the color are the ones that Mike and I really concentrate and get those validated even before we move further. 
So we're pretty confident that those are covered every time that we do something for the ladies that we have. Definitely. And I am a shoe geek and I love when you guys come and most shoe vendors, if there's something special, it doesn't come out until the end of the meeting. And it's kind of like, let me pull it out of the back. And I want to get into the product because that's how I remember seeing this shoe for the very first time. They were like, hold on, we've got one more thing to show you. And I remember you guys pulled out the shoe and the ladies were all like, that's awesome. The guys were like, not sure. And then we were like, (laughs) Tiffany, come look, like bringing all the women in, come check this out. So let's get into the product. What shoe is it on? I wanted you guys to talk me through some of the design elements, some of the tech elements, why you chose, what shoe you chose, how you got it all working, and tell me everything about this shoe. Yeah, I mean, um, you want to show that. the shoe? Woo, the I, see, I see something shiny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's, let's talk a little bit about what shoe. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously, we know who we are designing for, who we are partnering with. So, right. I guess... We know that Hypercord Express, the new one, the two, is the the, the ideal the, the product to you know work with, right? Because the the Hypercord Express, as we know, that it's one of the most favorite, beloved shoe in the market, offering you know comfort and then breathability and all that, all those cool features. But we are this year we you came up with a new one that provides the same exact level of comfort and and the performance, but with a little bit more added uh, stability and the durability feature with all new design. So uh, all, all newly designed RPU offers a fle- little bit more flexibility. So we are pretty confident that uh, Hypercord Express 2 is the right candidate as far as the product to you know start even like to begin a project, right? Mm-hmm. So, and and then obviously, um, I don't know if, and I we just gave that shoe to Brad and then Brad, <laughs> you know, and his team like did an amazing job because they know what they're doing for their customers, right? So like they came up with uh, so many different ideas that I could ever think about as two men building a shoe right here. Um, and, um, you know, that, that's how the product came to life. So should we? Yeah, well, Brad, you want to now walk walk us through and if you want, if you don't have, do you want to walk us through the, the box and everything? Yeah, this was my also- pleasure. I mean, I can talk through yeah. some of the fashion components, <laughs> but I can't yeah. speak to the technical components. So- <laughs> Maybe we can do a little song and dance together. But when <laughs> they works. sent us when they sent us this final presentation, I mean, look at this. Cool box. So cool. K-Swiss, Lucky and Love collaboration. You open the box and you have oh. like this amazing, amazing <laughs> iridescent paper. And we introduce, excuse me. I'm gonna just shut this light off here real quick so I can get it real. It's it's almost like a ceramic light gray. It's a uh, I'm I'm a car enthusiast, and the ceramic Porsche color is the super new neutral color. Oh yeah. I thought if we can introduce an iridescent onto this light neutral gray, um, and there's you can't quite see it here, but there's an iridescent shine on on this shoe. Um, it's nice and subtle, right? Mm-hmm. Very Not subtle. Not at level. It's, it's like too much, but it's it's really. It's yeah, definitely, it makes you want to pick it up and like get it in your hands and really get it up close. I'm not sure what you would call this. Uh, MJ, what do you call this here? That's a TPU shank for stability. So midfoot shank. Okay. Ours is iridescent. Okay. <laughs> and we got the, the heel treatment. It's also iridescent. Um, we went with, I guess, what would you call it? A clear rubber sole? Or? Yeah. Ice rubber. Ice, yeah. Ice rubber. Ice rubber sole. 
little tabs like Lucky and Love Forever. These are cute little things you're so seeing cute. in the market. Um, it does come with uh, two colored laces. It has the gray lace, which is dyed to match, and it has the white lace. And if you want to wear gray back to any color outfit, you know, this is a neutral. It really goes with everything. Mm -hmm. If you want to wear this back to your tennis whites, you know, it's also great. Um, I want to point out Lucky and Love. Cute. Lucky <laughs> and Love. Conversationals. Our customers love conversationals. So anytime you can bring conversationals into the picture, um, that's meaningful. They love the idea of anything that shines, bring it on. <laughs> Brad, you want to talk about the the messaging on the on on the sock liner inside the in, shoe? Inside here. Absolutely, I just happen to have a pair. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Yeah. Right yeah. On, right so on. our goal is, you know, it's, it's our ten year celebration. We're celebrating ten years, and K Swiss, what an honor! My grandfather, who was one of my key mentors, he had a philosophy: make every day your birthday, and make every night New Year's Eve. Love that. So the goal when you put your shoe on is is to be celebrating life. When you look at it, I'm making every day my birthday. I'm making every night New Year's Eve, and and that's the attitude that we carry, you know, with our customers. It's the attitude, it's the philosophy of our company, and we're all about celebrating life. You see it in our fashion, our colors, our aesthetics. So uh, it's just a nice way to communicate the message out there. Yeah, it was perfect. It was perfect timing, actually, because uh, when I first contacted Brad, I was unaware that it was going to be their 10 year anniversary. And so this this first project that we're doing together is really, really a celebration about, you know, Lucky and Love and their 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 10th anniversary. And and we, we, we couldn't make a shoe like this. And that's why we came to Lucky and Love. Um, we, we definitely couldn't put these touches on the shoe, um, you know, from the outside of the box to the inside of the box. Oh, um, oh that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's those kind of things that, yeah, of course, it's authentic to Lucky and Love, but it's something that really makes Lucky and Love, Lucky and Love the way it is in the market. And that's what, that's truly what I love too. And that's why we, we wanted to contact them as we knew that um, they're different from us, even though we, we have similar consumers. And uh, that's what we thought it would be just, you know, an exciting and, and Brad and his team definitely uh delivered for sure. So on, on this first project and then um, the other project that we'll talk about later. And we really try and coordinate with our fashion. This is one of our anniversary Ooh. skirts that we're doing. This is celebrating our 10 year anniversary. It does have <laughs> the neon yellow stripe. And oh, as you can see, that's awesome. You know, and our women that fashionista loves looking, you know, playing the role head to toe. Mm -hmm. So this is something that to celebrate our 10 year anniversary was, was a no brainer. Love the shine. Bring on the shine. That's awesome. My nickname is Sparkles, so I am here for all of the shine, too. Jada, one of those skirts with your name on it. I will say, <laughs> trust me, you can see me rocking the lucky skirts. They, they're just awesome. They complement so many different body types, and you you guys hit on it earlier. You just feel confident in them. So I've also seen it, too, you know, on social and everything else that, you know, some, some women think they, they love the apparel so much and lucky and love that they could wear it off the court too. And what's cool about even the shoe, the way, the way Brad and his team did this is with the translucent outsole. I mean, it, you, this is not what we put typically on our performance shoe. So it's got the performance features, but it's got mm -hmm. off court style too, as well and appeal. And that really is, you know, lucky and love definitely is all about tennis, but a lot of women just love the, the, the product, the designs and the performance, but they can wear it after tennis too, as well, um, which we know a lot of women do after they finish playing, they continue doing whatever they're doing. And, yeah. and definitely, yeah. definitely the shoe kind of nails it. 
now a good collaboration, as you can see. Yeah. And it seems like you guys work really well together. Your personalities gel. But I want to know, was there anything through the process that really surprised you or you were like, no, we can't do that. Or he's crazy. <laughs> Did you have any moments like that? Probably, MJ, Probably MJ. I had the most because <laughs> just because like, you know, I mean, obviously all the good ideas happen during our business trip. Right. So when Mike came up with this idea, I was like, I knew what lucky love was. Right. But then I knew that's like the farthest thing that I can, you know, as far as uh, me as a tennis consumer. Right. Like it's like it's a different, you know, different in whole different world. Right. So mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know if I can really do it right way, in the right way. But I mean, this is actually the good thing that Brad played a huge role and his team came up with the, once I told them, hey, this is the artwork, how the shoe was gonna look like, they come up with uh, so many different like mood boards and art boards and different ways of executing stuff. And to be honest with you, I was really surprised. Like, I was like, can we really do this? Do you think it's a good idea, Mike? Like, but then like once, once Brad, uh, he's been a, such a great partner where he accepted like the fact that there are things that you cannot really do. But I also pushed our end, like our factory end that like, hey, this is what we should, what should, do, what we should do. This is a fun project. So mm-hmm. it was like a finding a right balance of like me. I normally I played a huge, like normally I'm a creator role. I play a creator role in the, in the, in the shoot project. This one, I was more like an executor, right? So right. Brad and his team did a amazing job using this platform and come up with a different idea, different bits and whistles that goes on the shoe. And it surprised me a bit, but I, we were able to pull it out. And I'm super happy, especially when I when I show the shoe to you guys, Michelle and Brittany, when in that meeting room in the TW, once they, you guys loved it. That was my leading <laughs> point. Hey, you're at least in the right path. Like that's the moment I live every day. <laughs> I know. I think he kind of was like this too. <laughs> I remember they were like, "Wait, you guys like it?" Yeah. <laughs> we're like, well, yes. well, yeah, yeah. I think that when we talk about the second project, this first project, I knew we could pull it off. I mean, it's great features and benefits and everything. And when Brad started spitting out the second project, there was there were times where I was looking at MJ going, can we do that? <laughs> and, well, and when I, I started talking about the platform wedge sneaker, it got a little uh, <laughs> out of hand. <laughs> and, uh, but, but we, we actually were able to do, you know, a, a fair amount of it, which was, which actually I was surprised. I, mean, I played competitive tennis. I've been in the industry with, you know, with Nike and Wilson for over the years and with K-Swiss for a while in different roles, lived outside of even the U.S., and, and I was even asking him, like, hey, can we actually do this stuff? I mean, <laughs> I mean, you guys would be surprised if I share the first niche artwork that was provided by Brad's team. I mean, we we literally, I think we, we we actually pretty much executed everything, almost like 85, 90% of what they pitched in the shoe. Because, nice. you know, all the ideas were ideas were great and really different, and we were able to pull it out. So it's also, it surprised us a little bit, but, like, we were actually, you know, able to put, all the ideas into the shoe. So I think that was a really good part, how we, how we come to the end. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it was, we have confidence in in Brad and his team, but also too is uh, I think it was kind of contagious uh, because um, it was actually my idea to to put the, 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 the tissue paper. I love and make that. It this because yeah, I, that think, I think, packaging. I, I think, so cool. I think lucky, I think lucky and love rubbed off on me. I said, Brad, <laughs> hey, this is what we're going to do. Are you okay with this? He's like, I love it. I love it. And I'm like, and I, and I wouldn't have picked that, you know, before this project, before I met Brad, I wouldn't have 
thought yeah. about doing that even. Yeah. You have <laughs> so new it's, it's crayons really in your crayon box. <laughs> credit, very credit, credit to Brad and then those yeah, guys. It was a really true, healthy collaboration in creation. So yeah. it, it's just a, it's a perfect example of like how it's the right. It's indicative of our aesthetic, you know, it, it, back to who the customer is. Mm -hmm. When we sit with our marketing team and they ask who our customer is, I, I say she's somewhere like in her late twenties through her late eighties. And then Brad, Brad, you can't have a customer that broad. And I say no, because it's, it's, it's an aesthetic that they're attracted to. I mean, our, our collections are each collection. It has so many styles in it. We go all the way from a fitted tiny cami all the way through a loose fitting uh, short sleeve or, or, or a loose long sleeve. We, we take our aesthetic and we put it out there for every woman that has that same young spirit, you know, loves color, likes vibrant, you know, has a vibrant attitude. And so you can't put an age on that, you know, it's really, it's, a, it's an attitude. And when we had started working together, it was like, I think we have the same customer, you know, we really, it's, 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 it's a, a woman that is, is confident and, and, and not afraid of, of getting out there and, and making a statement. Yeah. And I would actually say that your brands are kind of bringing equity equity to each other because I know K-Swiss kind of has like that. They've been in the business. They've been in the industry forever. Women have been wearing their shoes for years, 20 years, their whole life, 30 years. And Lucky is kind of a newer, fresher brand. And now all the women are like, look at this new outfit. No one else on the court has it. I can rock this and look, you know, unique and still have great style. And you guys are kind of like bringing those two together, which is really cool. You know, yeah. we, we do things like we love playing with color, you wow. know, I'm going to take that. Over. We like playing with color and wild prints. Yeah. The next sneaker Ooh, okay. is all about color. Okay? <laughs> Let's go. It's, it's about color. It's about fun. Um, they really took a white classic sneaker. You know, this is really one of their best sellers. And we had fun with the laces. Mm -hmm. I think that, uh, that's, that's one of the talking points is that you can wear it with any color, lucky and love outfit. And, and more important, I think, is that we made this the lucky charm, the lucky charm shoe. That's and awesome. the whole thing is when you wear this shoe, you're going to have lots of luck. <laughs> you know, when, when I first presented this to the K-Swiss team, they were like, you, you want us to do what with our performance <laughs> shoe? Hey, Brad, said, show, show them in the back. Show them the, the heel. Show heel. The okay. Heel. And, and then, and then we have, you know, we look to fashion houses like Balenciaga, Off-White, Chanel. And I said, can we put like a little Chanel chain oh, so back cute. here? You know, and they're like, I guess so. And I, said, <laughs> I want it longer. Can it dangle? And they say, you can have it, but it can't dangle, you know? And then cute <laughs> little things like a little iconic heart, little tabs. And, and just these charms, you can take them off, add them on, you know, and, and just kind of to create a little street vibe. You know, it comes with so many different colored laces. You can go ahead and take it, make a little bracelet. Nice. Look at know, that. And, and have your lucky and love little lucky charm bracelet. And who knows? Yeah. Have you not put that bracelet on that day? Maybe your day wouldn't have been so lucky. Oh. But a little street cred. It's fun. It matches all yeah. the outfits. And, um, and and I think the messaging is great. Like, Brad did all the messaging on the on the laces. Yeah. It's different. It's really, it's really like, like I said, we we couldn't we couldn't have done this on our own. Upside yeah. down. Okay, sorry. I'm upside <laughs> down. So on the pink lace, you've got love very strong. On the yellow lace, what do we have here? Lucky, Lucky you. Lucky you. And so there's somewhat of an attitude, you know. So when a woman is, has something to say, 
lucky me forever. Yeah. And you, and and you, and you can mix and match the laces if you want. It's got the, the, the sock liner has the, the same messaging as the first shoe, nice. um, which, is, which is really cool. Comes in the same box with the iridescent uh, tissue. And so it's, yeah, That's for us, awesome. we, had, we hadn't, we haven't done a shoe like this before by far. Like I said, I, I kept looking at MJ saying, can we do this? <laughs> uh, you know, and then, and, and, and our, our, got an email from factory developer saying, do you, what, how many charms? Like, what? <laughs> They're <laughs> like, yeah, this must be a typo. <laughs> well, well, yeah, because we had, we had to size the charms yeah. the right way. We had to go back to another vendor because we sent the samples over to, to Brad and his team. And then they said, no, no, we need it this size. And so we, we were, we we're going back and forth. And I was like, Wow, is this going to work? <laughs> and then it, it, it did. So somebody was, was watching over us because yeah. <laughs> it came together so well. When I got that package and I saw that, I go, they really know what they're doing. They really, I mean, I, we, we pushed the envelope. I mean, a metal charm on a, on an act on a performance shoe is, uh, is different, you know? That's awesome. And ladies love the little extra touches and little, you know, everything that goes into that. Everyone's going to, I'm so excited to see it on women out on the court. People are going to be so stoked to get those on their feet, I'm sure. Yeah. And they said, you know, I, I, they said, Brad, make a sneaker. I said, what's your best selling sneaker? They said, our, our white hypercord. I said, let's do another white one. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And like you guys said, this is a great shoe that I can wear after tennis, I don't have to take it off. I can, we always say around here, it's our going to coffee shoe for the ladies. So it's perfect. Yeah, I would, yeah, I would say that the first shoe is a collaboration. And then the second, the second shoe, we really elevated the collaboration. And Brad will talk about the component, which is making it head to toe, which really shows like we've got case Swiss with the footwear, lucky in love with the apparel. So maybe Brad touch on that a little bit. Um, do you want me to reveal something? That's up to you. It's totally up to you. <laughs> I think that's the listen. I think it's a secret, you know. I don't know if these you, you, you can, are ready you can for talk it. About it. You can talk about it. Oh, he's stuff. giving you the okay. As long as I'm not the one getting in trouble, you guys. <laughs> no, we're we're getting ready to drop we're getting ready to drop the uh the ceramic colored iridescent uh in the coming weeks. Um and I think later uh in, in November, around November, we'll be dropping uh the white sneaker. And when we uh, drop that in November, uh, I think that we'll be presenting an apparel collaboration. Um, we have a little East Coast, West Coast here, you know, some tropical inspiration, fun color, um, little ensembles we put together. And I think our women loves head to toe dressing. I think when they see how we put it together for them, um, we're enjoying this collaboration and we kind of see it running on. So I think uh, cool. I won't show you too much on that. I can't show you the product <laughs> yet. That's a big secret, but there is some cool things coming down the pike. That was one of the questions I had, if you guys were going to keep collaborating or if all of a sudden, Brad, you're going to get into shoe designing a full time <laughs> <laughs> or MJ might start designing apparel. <laughs> uh, there's good synergy with these companies, you know, their attention to detail, their work ethic. I, I would be honored to, to work, continue working with them. Um, well, baby step, you know, let's, yeah. let's get the market's feedback. Um, we definitely have been putting some efforts into the marketing, uh, initiatives with, with some, you know, foot film and, uh, and so forth. So I think when we present that in the coming weeks, we'll start to tell the story of, of the collaboration, why it's happening, you know, celebrating our 10 years, celebrating the partnership, uh, rather the collaboration and, uh, we'll see where nature takes us. You know, we simply follow, uh, where, where it takes us. Yeah, I, awesome. I, I feel I feel feel exactly the same as 
Brad. And I think, uh, like I said, I feel like we're a perfect match and we'll take it project by project. But um, like I said, this one was great and we're very similar in a lot of ways, but also we're, we're different and we, we complement each other, I think, from the, you know, like Brad said, the West Coast, East Coast um, to footwear and apparel. Um, you know, I think we, and also from just the design aspect uh, with you know, Brad's t- uh, design team and then MJ, I mean, there's so many differences, but yet it, it, it seems the to work. So yeah, hopefully this the consumer feels the same and enjoys the product, which is which is the mo- most important. My grandfather thing. taught me never use the word hopefully. It will happen. Yeah. They will love okay. it. It will happen. It will happen. They will you, you sold me. <laughs> yeah, I was actually going to say maybe you guys could just speak a little bit to this industry and how it's not necessarily an easy thing to ask to collaborate with another brand. And a lot of brands kind of think, you know, like, Hey, we're going to execute this on our own. We don't need anyone's help from anywhere. And I find it really awesome, especially in the time that we're in right now that you guys kind of work together, have great synergy and have been able to learn from each other. And it seems like it's making both your brands just like elevated. Yeah. Thank you for recognizing that. Yeah. I mean, you know, we see tennis as a very classic sport, um, you know, very traditional in so many ways. Um, when we started Lucky in Love, we started as a, as a young girl's line. Mm-hmm. We saw a void in little girls, uh, you know, in the tennis world. And so we came up with, um, a, you know, a young point of view. And after about two or three seasons of uh, putting the little kids apparel out there, we were getting phone calls that the women were wearing the kids' sizes. <laughs> I said, what is it? Is it the design aesthetic? Is it the price point? What is it? And they said, no, it's all the above. Mm-hmm. And so we then kind of launched into the women's, into the women's world and, and, and took it by storm. You know, Literally, that was, it was 10 years ago. And I think what the market was asking for is fresh, a fresh point of view, fresh color, a fresh aesthetic and us coming from what I call sexy Miami or, or a Sunbelt point of view, um, it really afforded us the opportunity to bring something new to the table that I think the tennis customer was really needing, you know, fashion had moved along and, you know, there's a lot of technology and apparel out there and we do the technology, we do the moisture wicking, the antimicrobial, the SPF, we do all of that. Mm-hmm. But for us, fashion is first, you know, we are all about the fast fashion for the sport of tennis. Um, so I think we've done a good job moving the needle. I mean, even in Europe, where it's you know been very classic, we're seeing huge growth in Europe. And, 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 I, and I say, I cannot believe they're wearing these colors. Um, but I think the sport was ready for something different, and we're definitely filling a void. Nice. Yeah, and I think for us, I mean, um, we're, we've really grown a lot. We've almost tripled our business the last uh, you know, three to four years. Um, but we're, we're humble. Uh, we're still a challenger brand. Um, we're open and looking to, to, to doing things like, like working with lucky and love. And, uh, we're, we're open and also listen and we're willing to roll up our sleeves and work hard and do all the right things. Uh, we had the first leather tennis shoe in the game in 1966, but we've evolved a lot, a lot, a lot, uh, further from, from that point on. And now I would say like with the help of, you know, younger talented people like, like MJ, who's just done an amazing job. Um, and the rest of our team, I think like we've made huge, huge strides and we're going to continue to, you know, to do that, but also have some fun, you know, with it, which I think con- consumers will like it. And, and I think obviously the, the industry hopefully likes it too, as well. And, um, you know, because, uh, we, we want to be a progressive brand as well. And, and we're, we're, again, we're, we're, we're humble about it, but we're competitive and, and we're making strides and we want to continue. And, and lucky and love obviously was like a, a perfect partner, you know, that fits all those, all those things I spoke about. We're honored. 
Oh, what a cute little partnership you guys have. <laughs> um, I think you guys have done such a great job telling me all about this collaboration. I love it. I have one quick question to end with and, you know, listening to you guys, uh, there should be no hesitation to the ladies out there to get these on their feet and get some lucky and love on them. But if there was someone listening right now that has never worn K-Swiss and has never worn Lucky in Love, maybe they've just always worn the same brand their whole life and they're not so sure. Give me one reason or like a selling point or something to get them to pull the trigger and get that your brand on them. Not that they need it because your stuff's so cute, but well, we've, just been in told, case. we've been told that anytime somebody puts on a Lucky in Love garment, they feel like they're getting a hug. You know, there's something about the, the touches that we do, the fabrics that we work with, um, you know, the attention to fit that makes a woman feel a little more special than just mm -hmm. your basic polo or your basic performance tank top. So there, I can't quite put it to words what it is. There's a lot of, a lot of hard work goes into each and every one of our designs, but um, I think it makes our women feel a little more special. Nice. Yeah, and I would say from the K-Swiss standpoint, I mean, just to keep it really simple, is we're a tennis brand. That's how we were founded. We, we know tennis, and we know performance tennis, and that's the only performance sport that we do, whereas other brands do are focused on either other categories or just other sports, and, uh, and we're not. We're the, we're the tennis specialists, and, um, and I think uh, we're focused on that, too, as well, and we'll continue to be, so um, we're committed to it, and I think that's the, that's the difference maker. Awesome. You guys both make such amazing products and I'm so excited to get this collaboration out there and for people to see it and hear all of the feedback. Anything else you want to share or let us know before we wrap this one up? I, I think we've covered a, a good part of it, you know? Um, I know. I feel like we need like a side episode <laughs> where we can talk about all of the other sides of fashion and inspiration. Bring you behind the scenes. Yeah. Bring you behind the scenes. <laughs> For sure. Process. It's, it's a lot of fun, everything we do. Everyone that works here has a good time every day. It's part of our philosophy. I know. I love the quote that you shared with us. I think you said it was from your grandfather. Make every Make day your every birthday, day birthday and every night, night, every night, night New Year's Eve. I'm ready to pop <laughs> some champagne now. Uh -huh. Towards the end, he would say, okay, within reason, Brad, within reason. I'd say, oh, okay. I took it too far. <laughs> Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me. I'm super stoked. And hopefully we can do this again soon when you have more things to share with us. We'll see you yeah, anytime. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's we really appreciate fun. it. Awesome. Thank Thanks, you. you guys. Mike, I, Andre, thank you guys so much. It's been a really fun Amazing. ride. And I hope we're uh, just getting started. Yeah, we can't wait for the launch. And uh, I know we're doing some teasers next week, but I can, we can't wait for the launch of the first shoe. And then, of course, and the, the second shoe, too. But thanks for everything. Yeah. Nice. Good stuff. Awesome. Okay, talk, talk to you soon. Thanks, you guys. Talk to you soon. Thank you again. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you download your episodes. And be sure to visit our websites for all of the tennis deals at tenniswarehouse.com, tenniswarehouseeurope.com, and tennisonly.com.au. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And until next time, happy hitting. It looks like one of those backgrounds that you can install on Zoom. So it's yeah, like really it nice. Real. <laughs> <laughs> Be patient with me. This is my first podcast. So what? I, I, yeah, this is I'm this is very progressive for me. Oh, it's easy.